Hey, man, it's been a while since we went live. It's been a while since we recorded. It's awesome to be together again, man. I know. Another day. Another day. Another podcast. Oh, another podcast, right? There we go. So today we're going to talk about something that's really exciting. We're going to get right to the chase, uh, cut right to the chase, and that is goals. You know, many people were talking about goal setting. It's the new year coming up, and whether you're a strength coach, personal trainer, you own a gym, setting your own goals to maximize not only the new year, but to streamline processes and know where you're at is what we're going to be talking about today. Yeah, I think uh, with the new year, everybody has their own New Year's resolution where they have a certain idea of what they they want to, to get out of next year. It's a restart, right? It's a hit the reset button um, and really look at what can we do better next year. But how do you do that? How do that's, you do that? that's the big question. It, what do you normally see people in our space do, you know, as far as gym owners and trainers? What are, what are some things that you see as far as limiting their, their own potential? I think one of the biggest things um, that I see, and I'm guilty of it myself, um, was taking other people's goals, hmm. right? Um, you, you have friends, you have people in the industry you probably trust, you talk about, you know, personal achievements, what do you want to accomplish, but also from a business standpoint, where do you want your business to be? And it's much easier to take somebody else's idea of where that needs to be than your own, whether that be because it it might you might have to put yourself out there. You might have to subject yourself to criticism, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or somebody might look at what you have down and say, wow, like you're crazy. There's no way that'll ever happen. Um, I think it's just easier sometimes to take somebody else's idea and pawn it off as your own. Mm-hmm. And I know I've done that in the past where it's like, oh, if somebody else can put it out there, then I must be able to do that as well. Mm-hmm. Right. And it kind of keeps you in that same social construct with with the people that you run around with. Right. Where it's like you're not the outsider, like shooting for the stars or what have you or making some ridiculous claim that you're going to do X, Y or Z. And then you also don't have anybody holding you accountable for that, yeah. right? Yeah. So I think that's that's one of the biggest things that I see um, nowadays. And I never realized until we went through some things over this last year or so that I did myself. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's interesting when I see people playing it safe. And, and I think that's okay, you know, like putting little goals in place, playing it safe, and making sure that you knock out those goals right away or give yourself a chance to know what you're even capable of. I think it's a great place to start. Um, when, like when Brandon said, the goals are are not your own and you realize that because it usually it butts up against the feeling of achieving that goal or getting close to that goal. It doesn't really excite you. It's like, oh, I'm just going to do this thing, you know, instead of something that really gets you going to want to achieve those goals and then break it apart into pieces that are manageable uh, throughout the year to, to fuel and fuel the fire, to become a priority. Well, and if, if those goals aren't your own, how hard are you going to work towards them, right? Like, if you're a business owner... It didn't and, matter to begin with. Right, and, and you're, you're in business for yourself, and you've ever had employees, and this is not knocking employees, but those employees will never work as hard on your business as you will on your business, right? Because it's personal. It's yours. It's you took all the risks. 
you're going to work harder than any employee is going to work because you own the thing, right? Yeah, yeah. And if you don't own your own goal, you don't own your own goals, how do you expect yourself to work really hard towards them? Yeah, in the alignment, you know, when if there's a team of people that are surrounding um, like the trainers or, or the strength coaches, people can feel the difference if something's out of alignment. People are doing one thing and saying another, like I really want to, I, I really want to get the certification or I want to get this many people um, trained by this date in this way or get a system set up. And, and you see them doing completely different things like playing around on their phone or, or like the, the, the gym itself is in shambles rather than, you know, keeping your house in order to start taking it to the next level. And, and also uh, what, what type of accountability is there towards the team and building team unity if you have a team. Right. So it, because everyone, even if you're a, a sole proprietor and a trainer, I'm sure there are other people that you still rely on. You know, there's probably people that you send other people to, maybe a massage therapist, maybe a doctor, maybe a nutritionist. You know, maybe there's other people that you trust within your team. And, and that team is all trying to help you get to that goal. And I think, you know, the other, the other thing that you run into a lot is, you know, when people, when you ask somebody what their goal for, or goals are for the up and coming year, they're very vague, right? It's, um, it's easy to make things a little more vague than to set specific goals because then you're specifically held to those things, right? Where, you know, when you ask somebody, Hey, you know, what do you hope to do in, in your business this year? Oh, well, we have a goal to increase revenue. Well, that's great. Like everybody wants to increase revenue, but by how much, Mm. like what percent, by what date, when do you want to have this done by? Mm. Those are concrete things. When you start putting numbers to those where now all of a sudden you're accountable for that. Like there's a little more pressure there. Right. And especially if you have a team that you work with and you put those goals out into the world, maybe you put it on a big board, right? then that means you're accountable to everybody that works for you with you. Right. Which is good in one sense, but in another, it's like scary. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, if it doesn't scare you, then what, what what good really is it? Right. I mean, what what are you really trying to accomplish? It's like, Hey, I'm going to do exactly what I did last year. Mm Mm-hmm. That's a, that one really hits home, right? (laughs) Right. Gets you going. (laughs) I want to, well, actually, you know what, what's interesting is that like, maybe it is, like, okay, you can now repeat what you did last year because you had the best year of your life. Okay, sometimes maintenance is progress. Yeah. So, like, I, 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 it is kind of funny to think about it that way. I didn't think about it before. But, you know, making sure that the goal is, number one, your own. And when you say get specific, um, when people don't really know what they want, this is a drafting process. This, is, this isn't a, a perfect process. This is... A, this is a continually changing document that can pivot. You can, you can recraft and you can remaster. And, and when we first started going through goals with the strong coach and then lifted, um, this goal setting process really hit home because I realized that I wasn't working towards my goals. I, I was just doing the next thing and I kept doing more stuff. 
which led me to to getting burnt out of stuff I really enjoyed. And, it, and I was glad that I was exposed to those things like um, like photography with um, filming and with streaming and, and such in, in recording. But I didn't realize how much learning those processes did burn me out because I just did way too much with no direction. Right. And I think, you know, as you go through a process like that, the aha moments where you're like, oh, oh, <laughs> that makes a lot more sense, right? You know, because again, it's... I mean, you want to set the GPS before you start driving. Right, right. You know, and, and, and it's little things like being specific with your goal gets you to the point where now it's like, oh, okay, I have something that I want to work for. Mm-hmm. Now I can actually create a plan to build around that. Mm-hmm. Before that, like you said, it's like getting in your car and driving and having having no idea where you're going. It's very easy to get off the beaten path, right? And the next thing you know, you're in the middle of nowhere and you have no idea how you got there. Mm-hmm. Versus, you know, sitting down and like you said, it's not something that's set in stone. Yeah. It's a construct. And, you know, we spent, what was it, over a month just constantly, like every week, going over these goals and revising them. And then sitting down and saying, okay, here's what you have. Here's what I have. How does that align with our business? Mm-hmm. And how do we both want to take these on and hold each other accountable? But then what are we going to be responsible for? Yeah, right? And that so, was right in the middle of COVID too. Yeah. Like so the beginning of COVID, I yeah. can say. <laughs> so, you know, talk about stressful, right? It's like, <laughs> you uh, have no business. Our, our goal is to <laughs> stay in business, you know, that, <laughs> to be able to work with people again, right? which we may not be able to do in person, you know, safely. And, and, and seeing where that came from made me realize that, which was, which was a, a great eye opener was, um, we do it all the time in our practice where we reverse engineer we have the end in sight first, and we reverse engineer what we want to do with people um, to help them feel better. Well, that becomes a really big key in where where we're thinking this is even going to go, and then and then strip lining off of that to be able to focus on well, what would a year look like if five, ten years from now, a decade from now, if I if I knew exactly what this place should look like or what I want it to look like and what it should, but what it could look like and what it can look like. What it will look like. Yeah, what it will look like. Now it's like, okay, in, in, in 10 years, I want this. So then now, oh man, well in five years, I, I should be able to do this. In one year, I should be able to do this. Well, quarterly, I, I need these things to happen for that year to happen. So I'm starting with the end and working backwards and that was a really big help from the strong coach to be able to set that path forward and it's funny when you think about it because if you think about the end goal right or where you want to be how's that any different if you're a strength coach if you're a trainer if you're somebody that works with people from a therapy standpoint don't we always have the end goal in mind like when we meet with our client Mm -hmm. like Here's where they currently are. Here's where they want to be. Yeah. And then we work backwards from there. Mm-hmm. Like it's really no different. We're just doing it from a business aspect versus a training or therapy-ish aspect, right? But it's a little scarier from a business aspect because most of us started out as technicians, yeah. right? 
We start out being very good at our craft. We hone our craft. We study our craft. We try to get better and better and better. And the business thing just kind of is there, right? Like, well, most people avoided the business end of things. That's what they got in this field to begin with. Or they got out of the business realm to focus on health, right? right? In relationships, then when the relationship goes in a way where they feel like their values are butted up against, then they get disgruntled and then eventually leave the industry, which the industry lifespan is so short because of a lot of a lot of these goal process problems, which is where do you want to start with your goal? And then off of that, deconstructing that into manageable chunks so that you know what to even work at. And what Brandon alluded to earlier was, number one, what is what is this? 10 year or five year, if it's, if it's five year or one year outlook look like. And then from there, the, the manageable, manageable chunks of that are, um, getting really specific with it. So writing the goal out, um, how much, how many people do you want to work with? What way do you want to work with them? Um, what kind of problems do you want to solve getting really specific with the type of people and the type of service that you want to provide and then comes the really big statement the because why the heck do you even want to do it right like is it is it just well it's the next thing is that good enough for you or because you see a big hole in a market for helping people that are in pain, or you don't find any movement people that are doing X, Y, and Z, or there are no body workers supplying this, and you're doing it because um, for the future of your family. There's nothing wrong with saying, because I want financial freedom to do what I want, mm-hmm. right? There's, there's nothing wrong with making a good living to provide the type of life that you want to have. I think sometimes... You know, I and I can say this because we're in this industry, but I feel like a lot of trainers slash strength coach slash therapy ish people get into this because they do want to help people. They genuinely want to help people. Yeah. And they typically will allow themselves to get run over by people because that it's what they got into it for and this whole then money thing becomes an issue. Mm-hmm. Versus, you know what? I'm very good at what I do. I have value. And I want to actually make a good, healthy living doing something that I enjoy, which you can do by helping other people, Mm -hmm. right? And I think that's just one of the biggest things that I've seen, like, even being in this industry. I mean, shit, we're anomalies, right? We've been in this industry for 20 years. And a lot of that comes down to the fact that, yes, like, we found a niche. We're very good at what we do. But at the same time, like we've had to learn over time, like we also have value. Mm-hmm. What we do also, you know. That's through needs, listening. That's yeah. also by listening. It's by really understanding, really understanding the people that we serve, really understanding what their needs are and how those needs change over time. Because otherwise there's no value. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think, again, you know, it's going to get reiterated and reiterated, but you have to have an idea of where you want to go. Right. Um, and the easiest way to look at it is again, especially if you have business partners or you work with people like, where do you want your business to be in 10 years? Mm -hmm. Because that should be the overall arcing idea of, Oh, okay. If we want it to look this way, 
what are the things that we're, need to be accomplished over the next five, two, one years, right? Like working backwards to get us there. Or Do you even want a business in 10 years? Yeah, or you're going to be looking at things from a yearly perspective like, oh, I hope I do better this year than I did last year. And you Good know, luck. And it's the end of the year and you're like, <laughs> oh, well, we came close. Good job. <laughs> right? You know, and I think. That's been a, a maturation for us because when we first oh, when we first started body activation, right, it wasn't the same vision that we have now. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's okay that that stuff changes, but I think now we have an even better vision of where we want it to be and how we want it to be. And we've ha- we've actually taken different roles and okay, here's what you're going to do. Here's what I'm going to do. Here's how we're going to make this thing happen. Mm-hmm. Here's what we're going to try to do this year to make this five-year idea happen. And, you know, like you said, honestly, down the road, it'd be self-sustaining. Where It, it should be. Well, for, for what, what we're hoping for is self-sustainability and, and understanding what your goal is and what my goal is and how they fit together. You know, um, there's a very unique offer right now from the Elliptic Group, too, is that January 4th, uh, 2022, they, um, they're they having a free goal-setting workshop, part two of their goal-setting workshop, and that'll be in the show notes. Um, also, if you want to support the podcast, the Enlifted Group, with the goal-setting process, and a big part of goals is identity. Like, if we're talking about a goal and it gets you choked up, where all of a sudden you're like, I, I can't do that, and you feel stuck. It's a process to help you move through that stuckness of your identity with the words and the language that you choose. And that's that. if you want to support the show, there'll be a link in the show notes for Enlifted Level 1 that helps you go through that entire process. It's actually a four-step story work framework to help you move through those stuck parts in, in no time flat, which was very helpful for, for me. And, and, and I won't speak for you. I, was it helpful for you as well? Oh, dude, it's, it's a game changer. I mean, you know, when you get to know yourself better, when you understand your own language better, um, it, it not only transfers into your professional life, but your personal life. Relationships will be completely different. You'll hold yourself a lot different. Um, you hold yourself accountable to things a lot, a lot better. Um, the cool thing about this free um, seminar that they're having, that Enlifted's having, is you actually get to see it in person. Yeah. So you, you get time. a te- you get a test drive it before you even decide if you want to go through it. Yeah. Right. And you're gonna see Mark, who uh, is going to host this this conference. You'll see him actually take people through an actual goal setting like yeah. process, and it's gonna blow your mind. Because people are going to think of this, oh, yeah, you're just going to get on this Zoom call. Oh, sorry about that. And the <laughs> camera went on and off. <laughs> you're going to go through this goal process, and it's just going to be, oh, we're just going to write down a few things. No, it's not that simple. No. And he's going to actually take people through it. Well, it's simple, but it's not easy. Right. Because it, 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 like those, when, when there are boundaries and stories and narratives, like one of the coolest things is how big the power of narrative is towards our internal belief system and how it guides our actions you control those narratives you can completely shift action and when people are stuck in their in their idea of what they even want because they don't even believe that it's capable now those beliefs change 
those actions change and that's what makes goal setting really what it is and when people can do that when they can break free of those those limiting beliefs and you hear about limiting beliefs all the time it's really just narrative inside of our, our own minds um yeah there there are real uh, limitations that are socioeconomic in each, each individual in their relationships. This is a way to be able to move through it in your own way. In, in that is a represented representation of you in your own likeness and with with your own future. So, I highly recommend checking out the free workshop, uh, "Kick the Tires of Enlifted" on January fourth, two thousand twenty-two. In case uh, it's past that time, don't go looking for it. Right. But, and then again, we have an affiliate link for Enlifted Level One in our show notes. If you want to support the show, we appreciate it. Um, otherwise, we look forward to what the goal setting sh- well, workshop will provide for you. And we'll talk about goal setting uh, more in the future as well, along with with identity and beliefs and, and the goals themselves. Yeah, and I would say if if you're having trouble finding the the link. Let us know. We'll we'll post that as well, and you can go in, sign up. All all requires is for you to go sign up for it, and they'll send you the link to the Zoom uh, link on. I believe it's next Tuesday, mm. um, and it's eleven o'clock Central Standard Time. Central Standard Time, yeah. So, yeah. Um, so we can totally do that if you're really interested. I highly recommend it. Um, you know, I I coach college baseball on the side, and I send it to all of our guys and. You know, I know half dozen or so for sure logged on and, and went through the first part. And uh, I've gotten more feedback from guys, and I guarantee some there's going to be more of those guys on this second one. So it's for everybody. Um, you know, if if you got if you want to accomplish better things and bigger things next year, you got to set these goals, man. And I'm telling you, this is this is a really good way to do it. You'll have somebody basically walk you through the whole process. What's what's the difference between a goal and a dream? It's written down, baby. <laughs> Thank you guys for joining us today on Biz Body. We'll see you soon.